Want to go on a road trip? Then hit your ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Champagne promise And baby you're 
Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday morning, and welcome to Hitch a Ride with Haley. It's me, Haley Wheatley, back with you for another week. How are we doing today, everyone? So, that last dance, or the first dance for today, was of course Tina Argyle's Champagne Promise. I can't promise you champagne on our journey today, but I can promise to take you to some new and exciting destinations. And it'll give us a little bit of a break from what's going on in the world right now. Of course, here in the UK, we've actually gone down. Uh, well, I say we've gone into, we will be going into another full uh, national lockdown in only a couple of days. And I know you're listening from other parts of the world, guys. So what's happening in your part of the world? I would love to hear a little bit more about it. So we have a few that again are checking into the chat room. And I want to welcome our first hitchhikers of the day. Hello, Jim. How are you doing? You set your alarm today and you are with us. I hope you're well there in the USA. And Dave Morgan is with us today too. Hi, Dave. Great to have you joining us and uh, a couple more inboxes remember guys please log into the chat room i would love to see your comments and i can't really read them out unless you check into the chat room so first of all today i want to keep us in the uk now in reality it will be a long time before we in the uk can be boarding a plane again soon so what will we want to do when we can start traveling here well lots of ideas coming up and remember if you ever want to send me these ideas you can email me at hitcharidewithhaley at outlook.com and of course we have lots that enjoy walking and today that's where I'm going to take you first on a great British walking break. We're going to go down to the southwest coast path in the United Kingdom. This has a fantastic reputation for being an exciting walkway for those that do enjoy a little bit of rambling and okay I know what you're thinking the southwest coast path sounds more like a challenge than a holiday but hear me out guys yes the path from its starting point in Minehead Somerset to its finish in Poole Dorset is more than 1,000 kilometers of Big Dipper Valleys giddy in clifftops and energy sapping shingle but it's also Britain's most beautiful walking route and truly anyone can do it. It's very achievable and it would deliver country file calendar scenery. Do we watch that show country file? It is a British show so I hope you you know what I'm talking about here. It's picturesque is what I'm saying and there's pub pit stops all along the way, irresistible sea dips. It is a place of choice so we can carry our own tent and camp along the way or we can stop off at some lovely and bees the choice is yours as you come on this journey with me today first of all we're going to go catch a train Exmouth bound train and we can sit on this beautiful relaxing trip observing a world of green fields poppy covered embankments and hamlets of thatched roofed houses as they blur past the windows kick back grab your coffee we're about to begin the journey and what a better track for a dance then while we're boarding this train do you remember this one it's a Niels Polson dance and it's train swing Love 
and that was train swing we're on a little bit of a train journey right now i'm taking you down to the south of england for a little rambling holiday or a walk do we have any walkers listening in is this what you would like to do with your spare time i know i have a few uh friends from class who uh, enjoy uh, traveling that way and also a few that will uh, enjoy caravanning too and uh, sometimes these things can go hand in hand british breaks are what we're talking here of course if you're not from britain what is the scope for where you live of traveling within your own state province or country is it going to be possible or would you rather stay at home and stay safe at the moment and i'm welcoming a few more hitchhikers in hello judith kennedy great to have you with us hello joan ord lovely to see you here chatting fantastic uh, jim has shared some great uh, great gifs this one is of some little penguins walking well they sure do enjoy walking there and we've been on that fantastic train journey as we can see in one of dave's gifs so uh jim is also just mentioning to dave about uh, last week's show as well so if you didn't make it we had a halloween special last week very interesting to check up on so while we are traveling we're going to get off that train and we're going to go get caught up in a web of lovely brambles as we walk around the area down south. Uh, we're going to go to Branscombe, which is a special point with a lot of personality on the path. However, the walks can be more challenging. Let's stay in this area and you can pop to some of the deserted beach that's that are down there, especially, especially the beautiful cottages you see there. Lots of them are single ivy-clad cottages, absolutely stunning to look at. The geography down there is amazing. Our second stop will be Axmouth, if you've heard. Uh, it's the cliffs, the Lyme Regis undercliffs, where the National Nature Reserve is. It's a dense and humid world of green, and eventually we can emerge onto the heath overlooking the Lyme Regis area. One thing I love about traveling and walking holidays is that you can enjoy as many pies, cream teas, and pasties as as you would like. You can scoff it all without a shred of remorse. I do love my pasties. You always find a good coffee shop or a Greg's on the way. In Dorset alone, you know, there are at least eight Michelin Guide listed restaurants and these are either bang on this particular path I'm talking about or just a little walk from it. It's definitely worth doing. And uh, once you're on the undercliff section of the path, there are actually no root islands uh, inland or down to the shore, uh, no stops, no particular walkways so it sounds like a lot you can't suddenly jump off the path when you're there so if you want to you can always skip this section and of course down in that area is what they call the Jurassic coastline a lot of wonderful things to see architecture which I'll tell you about there but postcard perfect settings most of all and if you're there you can go to one of the beautiful little boarding houses there if you don't want to camp and you can check out all the uh, exciting meetings that go on down there a lot of people like to catch up for card games and things in these little b&b's in that area so that's going to take us to our next particular dance this is a michelle risley one i love michelle's dances this one is called full house which is perfect if we refer it to a full b&b &B. and also those card games can prove very very well if you're a very good gambler on a warm summer's eve on a train bound for nowhere i met up with a gambler we were both too tired to sleep so we took turns of staring 
Out the window at the darkness To boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces And knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold them Know when to fold them Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done Every gambler knows that the secret to surviving Is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep Cause every hand's a winner, and every hand's a loser And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window Crushed out his cigarette Faded off to sleep And somewhere in the darkness The gambler he broke even But in his final words I found an ace that I could keep You got to know when to hold Know when to fold up Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table Time enough to count When the deal is done You got no when to hold No when to fold them No when to walk away And no when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the deal is done You got no when to hold them was Full House, The Gambler. And we are just having a little bit of a trek out journey first today. I'm just taking you down to the southwest coast path for a little bit of a walking holiday. Why not start on foot today? So this area, it's down where Devon, Dorset and all those exciting areas are. You're down near Weymouth, Swanage, Chessel Beach, Budley, Salterton, Beer, Burton, Bradstock. Has anyone ever been to any of these places? Please let me know in the chat room. And hello and welcome to Chris Worthington. Just a hi to you too. Welcome to the show. So we're hitchhiking 
all the way here today and what are we up to at the moment well we've boarded a train we've had a great walk and down in that area we can also walk among the apple trees at Brady Farm which is somewhere just down there where they do a fantastic breakfast too uh, there's a little bar down there uh, run by some young a young couple in the same area and uh, they they sell their own homemade cider homemade cider I'm not a cider fan I don't like cider I like wine but if you do like cider that would be an amazing place to go and have you heard of the very famous Durdle Door Durdle Door is an interesting uh, place to visit it is on the beach it's about 140 million years old this place the Durdle Door was formed all that way back and uh, today there are still a round ripple of marks visible in the rock at the top of the arch and the remains of a fossil forest in fact. Geologists predict that over time the roof of Door will be eroded away leaving just a stack. Uh, have a look up at Door if you've never seen it. I'll see if I can find a picture actually to share in the chat room. Very interesting place to put on your bucket list. <laughs> Jim Sankovic is in the chat room. He's saying full house full house indeed uh, we haven't got a full house this morning we're quiet in the chat room uh, again I can see some comments coming in to uh, my private message but do join us in the chat room this happened last week too and I'd love to see you and know that you're tuned in so as we are holidaying just in the south of the UK at the moment we can skirt around Lulworth Cove and its luminous blue water in the area which probably will lure us in for a swim do we like swimming on beaches I hate the cold I don't know about you but we're going to keep it on the money and we're going to go to the honeyed stone villages of Kimmeridge and Worth Matravers to Jolly Swanage and Stutland's long swathe of golden sand where you can actually see the nudists frolic among the dunes, nudist beaches. Again, something I've never been to. I don't know if you dare admit in the chat room if you've ever been to a nudist beach. <laughs> very, very different experience. Not many of them in the UK with our cold weather, I must say, but at the moment we're holidaying down on the south coast so why not the chain link ferry there can take us over to the mouth of pool harbor if you want to and if you do like walking holidays you may agree with me on this that as you go it does leave you at the end with a wonderful sense of satisfaction and achievement so whether it is or not for you that's where we started today with a bit of a walk around how did you like it uh, so, okay, so let me know if you've done anything like this in the last couple of years. Do you enjoy a walking holiday or not? This next one is a dance called Country Walking. It's a bit of shamrock. It seems perfect for us to play after our first stop here and all that walking we've done. Whew. Tell me, Ma, when I go home, the boys won't leave, the girls alone. They pull my hair, they stole my comb. Well, that's all right till I go home. She is handsome, she is pretty. She is the belle of Belfast City. She is a carting one, two,
Do you miss Line Dancer magazine? Then get ready to go back in time. Timelines with Dave Morgan. Mondays, 9pm UK time, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Join Jenny's Jukebox and discover a world of unused tracks to choreograph to. Featuring the US Country Billboard charts. Thursdays, 10pm UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Yep, don't forget to tune in for those shows. There's some great shows here on LDR at the moment. Another one of which is right on after me around the world with Ross Brown. And Ross Brown is in the chat room. Welcome, Ross. He says, good morning, Haley. Switched you on while setting up. Might have a short walk to try and wake me up a bit more. Well, what a great time to chat about a walk, Ross, because that's where we've been on our travels first today. We've had a little bit of a hike around the southwest coast to start us off. And of course, we went to that that dirtle door now if you are in the chat room do come in the chat room because i've posted a picture of that isn't that an amazing sight something that is going on my bucket list is going there as i said scientists believe it will erode so we're going to see it now while we can because uh, we won't get the chance in a few thousand years and uh, ross is also saying i'm giggling at this how have you managed Haley, to pick out country walking to tell me more from my playlist today i'm so sorry ross i always seem to do it we always seem tuned in and i steal from your playlist do you remember country walking guys uh, my beginners love this one haven't done it with them for a while joan ord's put a great little dancing leprechaun into the chat room uh, do you remember this one joan do you like this one so as we go on our travels as i said before if you have anything to chat to me about i know it's a little bit strange to talk travel at the moment because we won't be going anywhere for such a long time i say such a long time a few weeks seems a long time at the moment and we just never know but i for one will be holidaying and traveling again whenever i get the chance whenever it's safe whether that is next month next year or even next decade i hope it won't be that long and of course i am happy to talk all things travel and uh, encounter your questions as we go along so i have a couple of little little chats today or little questions um one of the one that we always talk about with travel is that it is it cheap to book packages really early or really late which is the smartest way to book of course back in the day you would always wait and get one of those last minute packages right and now people say whoa don't do that so i've put a little bit of research in and i found that once upon a time there was a thing called the late market in which tour operators would flog unsold holidays at stupid prices sadly it didn't last because the trade became much better at inventory managing so you can sometimes still find random last minute breaks for less than £100, including flights, but they often are to less salubrious places. So it's smarter and cheaper to book in January to secure incentives such as early booking offers or free trial places, as well as the flights and the rooms that you really want, especially if you're tied to peak season, as I know many are. But if you're not, you may still have some last minute luck. Uh, there's some places like Ionian Island holidays, for example, that often has late avail- availability offers. And this can cut about 50% off your price if you're willing to check these out. But remember, 
Bargains such as this only exist where the operator has already bought the flight because if you get last minute bookings with just accommodation, you may find that you're totally stung when you go to book a late flight. So if you're looking for any last minute deals, make sure you get everything all in and that way it'll be worth the price for you. Another question, uh, and this is one that always pops up, where should you exchange your holiday money? Of course, it is the rule. Never, ever do it at the airport. You could actually get up to 15% more currency uh, elsewhere if you stay away from that last airport change. I did it once. Once I had no time, I changed my money at the airport and I couldn't believe what they offered me. I was heartbroken when I realized how much money I'd lost because that little bit of percentage equates to a lot it does so if you're planning to get out there next year and go on holiday just remember this rule never change your money at the airport you can actually compare rates on a lot of websites now um travelmoney.moneysavingexpert.com is a great one to check out where your best rates are and uh, if you want a more convenient plastic way of spending the Barclay card rewards credit card has no fees for spending or withdrawing cash overseas it's, it's really a no-brainer to be able to just withdraw your money or use that over there it doesn't even charge on sp uh, interest on the spending overseas and uh, cash, with cash withdrawals uh, again, no interest. So as long as you repay in full, you, you're absolutely fine. It's not going to cost you much at all. And in fact, it also pays 0.25% uh, cash back on spending worldwide. So it seems like a good idea to me. Uh, better budget managing when you're doing these. You can also use like the prepaid travel cards, which you can get from the post office, places like that. And uh, for all payments abroad on a weekday, up to £1,000, uh, the best exchange rate would be on using plastic at these places so again we I'm always conditioned to carrying money abroad but uh, after doing a little bit more research on this I would definitely opt for one of those plastic op options and it stops you having your money stolen I think on a previous show I talked about how I was once on the subway in Italy and I had all my holiday money stolen I literally went to my knees and sobbed that day uh, so plastic is the way forward as well because one phone call you could have it cancelled and just make sure you take a backup and keep it in your home hotel room so again just checking in the chat room seeing how we're doing again we're not looking at exchanging money soon but has anybody ever changed their money at the airport uh, let me know if it's been a bad experience for you Ross Brown is in the chat room. He's saying country walking is one I do with my beginners. I like trying it to different tracks too. I often use Pod of Gold and Willpower for it. Great suggestions there, Ross. Thank you for those. So while we're talking about holiday money and the prospect, while we're considering the possibility of going abroad next year, could it be, could it be? I'm going to look at this next dance. It's called Money Back Guarantee. It's actually one of mine. I co choreographed it with Anne Kristen Sandberg from Norway and I still have lovely memories of this one. Black show bullshit a little too easy. First kiss tasted a little too sweet. I picked you up, you seemed real nice. I took you home, but I'm paying my price. The sex was good, but the talk was cheap. You look so ex expensive, but you're tearing at the seams. 
Join multi-award-winning DJ and Crystal Boot Hauler Fame member Dave Baycroft for the monthly chart show, Saturdays 12 till 3, exclusively online dancer radio. Ah, okay, lords and ladies, how are we doing on our journey today? So again, we're just chatting in the chat room. Uh, Ross Brown, very interesting point here. He says, a friend of mine told me that in some places such as India, they offer you a greater exchange rate for £50 notes rather than lower dominate." Do- denominations uh very interesting i know when you exchange money online as well if you're exchanging a larger amount you can get a better deal than a smaller amount so one idea in that sense too would be kind of pooling your and your friends travel money and getting a better rate it would definitely be worth doing that and we've done that before um when my dad's holidayed with us we've we've combined our money and split it so definitely consider that so we're on our travels we've had a little walking holiday and we've exchanged some money here so that means we're probably gonna head out abroad do we have any shopaholics in the house i would really love all shopaholics here in the chat room today uh we're a little quiet in the chat room today compared to usual i think so if you have any points to add do pop in and let me know we are gonna go on a shopping journey next i'm gonna take you to every shopaholics dream as we travel some of the best places to go in the world to pick up your bargains your designer stuff your 
lovely little souvenirs that's what we're gonna do so first of all I'm gonna take you to Milan so why is Milan good for shopping well it's a city infused with style from top to bottom Always Europe's fashion capital is Milan, and in recent years, it has mixed classic Italian decadence with a modern concern for the environment. While big spenders and people watchers flock to the central fashion district, the funkier Navigli, creative Brera and contemporary Garibaldi are areas that should be on your list too. So we're going to go here to Milan first and let me know if you've been there or if there are any particular things you like to buy on holiday. You know what? Are you a designer shopper? Are you a souvenir shopper? When I'm away, I like to bring back little things uh, from my journey for my house. So little tiny ornaments, uh, cutlery. Um, I have some Singapore salt and pepper shakers. I have a glass that I brought back from Florida. I actually, one of my glasses I uh, from Chili's in Florida, I snuck into my bag. That's really bad, isn't it? I just so wanted the souvenir. Um, but Karma got me on that one. My son smashed it uh, a couple of weeks ago. So there we go. Uh, in Milan it would have to be all things Italian so where are the places to go as we hit down in Milan well the first place would be the Quadrilatero della Moda it's a neoclassical Via Monte Napoliane is the hub of the world's most famous designer district featuring Italian heavy hitters such as Valentino and Prada well we all like a bit of Prada even the devil wears Prada uh, next up, we'll go to the Galleria Vittorio Emanuele II. Uh, it's an Italian icon, a palatial 19th century shopping arcade that provokes delicious sensory overload. With dozens of ornate sculptures, mosaic floors, and a glass-domed ceiling looming over the shops. Wow. It opened in 1877, and it was named then after the King of Italy. And today it is the spot to be for the high-end boutique selling Horte Couture jewelry bags books and paintings do any of these interest you i'm not a paintings kind of girl don't know about you guys uh did you know tarot cards were invented in milan they were invented in the 15th century when wealthy families commissioned personal decks of tarocchi osvaldo menagazzi continues the tradition in his small studio near the navigli where he sits at a table cluttered with inkwells watercolors and oils hand painting classic renaissance designs as well as more modern decks now i have never been one for tarot cards uh you know I, i'm not really superstitious of course i think it was a big trend when i was a teenager you got them free with magazines i think back then but these sound amazing hand-drawn modern decks these will set you back uh, the equivalent of about 90 pounds UK if you want to get some they would be really cool to have uh, if you're all about the designer JJ Martin this particular designer originally wanted to sell vintage stuff in Milan but inspiration struck you in a visit to a textile manufacturer's private archive now she designs clothes using the archives rich saturated patterns creating bold colorful dresses with clean lines as well as tableware and linens if you want to buy a dress from there it'll set you back about 365 quid wow uh, another place to stop if we're in milan is the 10 corso como step through the looking glass into this art gallery bookstore boundary pushing fashion retail space and garden cafe oasis all rolled into one and our last little shop we're going to head into in Milan. And I hope this takes your fancy, guys. Camperino Bar di Passo. You can 
encounter barristers in white tuxedos and black bow ties. Uh, they'll mix you some electric red cocktails here. Uh, it's, it is the original Campari bar in Milan, an Art Nouveau jewel on the ground floor of the Galleria Vittorio Emmanuel. Stop there and let's have a drink. In fact, there is one called the Negroni Spal uh, Bagliato, if I pronounced it wrong, all right uh and it's uh, this basically is a wrong negroni it is uh because it's made with campari vermouth and prosecco instead for me anything with prosecco in is a win-win i've got to say so uh milan any italian fans in the house do you enjoy it um <laughs> jim has put a great little uh, gif of the devil wears prada up here uh, I don't have any Prada. I, you know what? Line dancing needs to make me more money. I need some Prada shoes. What do you think, guys? Uh, I'm just happy to be safe at the moment, as I'm sure we all are. But a little bit of Milan fashion won't go amiss. I'm going to play you this next track. This is an Amy Bailey dance called Istanbul. And I know we're not in Istanbul. We're in Milan. But the artist is actually called Milan and Phoenix. <laughs> one or Amy Bailey I should say as she is now how are we doing on our travels uh, I'm just gonna share a little info, check www.armadamusic.com 
Ah, that was a bonus there for you. I'm just uploading in the chat room uh, our mall in Milan. So if you're in the chat room, just have a look of where we've been there. We are shopping, guys. I would love to know if there's any shopping fans. I know we've had them in the chat room in the past. Where are you? Come shopping with us. We're going to go off to Tokyo next. Tokyo is an amazing place for shopping, whether you're after cuisine, couture, or kawaii, which is uh, the Japanese word for cute. Tokyo has it all. Whiz around the sprawling city by subway to visit fashionable avenues such as Omotisando, quirky neighborhoods including Shimoketazawa and traditional areas such as Asakusa. Take an extra suitcase if you're heading here. You'll be stuffing it with Tokyo Street style, exquisite stationery and anime themed gear. I don't really get the anime themed Thing. Um, but I have lots of friends and, and my, my niece too loves it so I can see anime is a big thing all around the world now first of all let's go to the Shimo Kitazawa it's the counterculture hub of the area and it's crammed with vintage stores rocks rock clubs and small cafes we could stop there for a macchiato maybe uh, next up Nihonbashi Mitsukoshi rebuilt in 1925 after the great Kanto earthquake uh, it's the flagship of Japan's oldest surviving department store brand it was established back in 1673 it retains its luxury reputation with international and Japanese brands and high-end kimonos I do love a good kimono and uh, these kimonos can be yours for just eight thousand pounds yeah sounds uh, good to me if anyone wants to add this to their christmas list you know what a bargain there's also a concierge service art exhibitions and a refined subterranean food hall i like japanese food too i love a bit of sushi uh, any any sushi lovers in the house i uh, know that that is definitely an acquired taste uh, okay, let's go on to our next shop in Tokyo, Amishin. Uh, Shinri Tezuka and his Amazaiku artists create glistening life-like animal lollies here from molten sugar. Century-old art form that requires the artisan to knead and tweeze sculpt their miniature masterpieces and they have only minutes to bring these little tiny uh, edible delicacies together. Uh, so uh, that sounds great great gifts there let's go to the ambush boutique next apparently Rihanna and Lady Gaga are among the fans of this jewelry and clothes store uh, there's a designer couple that sell here Yoon and Verbal Anne and Yoon also leads a jewelry design uh, section for Dior Homme and her style is very uh, bling meets grit so if you're a fashion lover and you like a little bit of a mix-up you can get something for example like a chain and a padlock necklace made from silver uh, and lapis lazuli and this will set you back about five thousand five hundred pounds i hope on our travels today i'm giving you some christmas list ideas you know if you've got a spare five grand there uh, you can grab one of those necklaces hmm uh, <laughs> okay a couple more shops here in tokyo before we move on to our next country uh, go to susu kyoto you can get traditional accessories from there such as split toe tabby socks and these will just cost you the equivalent of five quid thank goodness we're talking in my price range now a uh, few Roshiki wrapping cloths you can get for about 14 quid uh, these are very modern textiles with a bit of an update a beautiful vibrant space in Tokyo this is and of course we need to stop at the end of this shopping trip exhausted because it's our second country we're gonna go for a drink 
let's go to a place called the Bellwood. Now this cozy cocktail bar, the Bellwood, was opened in Shibuya's uh, Udagawachos in June. By day, try frothy lattes and you can have bites such as pork cutlet along with this. And after dark, you can sip some lovely craft cocktails made by the proprietor himself, which can be made from... Uh, uh, rice and tonic and grapefruit sounds uh, wonderful to me so sushi fans cocktail fans are you still with me are you still enjoying the journey uh, what we're going to buy are you going to be buying the expensive stuff or the five dollar socks like me all right okay shoppers stay with me we're going to go to some more shopping venues soon but first I'm going to play this next dance you'll know this one while we're in Tokyo what better than a little bit of wow Tokyo
Hello everybody, if you've just joined us, we are on a shopping trip today. We actually started off on foot. I think we deserve a little bit of shopping after all that walking we did at the start of the show. And of course we exchanged our money and here we are. We've been already to Milan and Tokyo and we were talking about Milan and the fact that tarot cards were invented there back in, what did I say, the 15th century. And of course, in any good shopping trip, you do need a good drink and some spirits at the end. And and in the chat room, Jim Stankovic is saying that those spirits from the tarot cards speaking, indeed. So there we go. I prefer the other type of spirits, actually. And uh, if you remember, Ross Brown shared a great photo last week when we were talking about Halloween spirits. And he said he would leave his window open so those spirits would come in. And they were indeed the spirits that you would drink. Definitely a good type to have in the house at this time of year. Of course, I'm not a heavy drinker, but uh, I do like a tipple. David Thomas is in the house. He says, morning. It's been far too long since I've caught this show live. Forever using ketchup. Fabulously factual as ever. Fabulously factual. I like that, David. How are you, my darling? Uh, great to have you in. Absolutely. Are you a shopper, David? Are you? We're going on our travels today as we have a bit of a shop about. Uh, so I would definitely like to know in the chat room if you are a shopper. Uh, Joan Ord was in here. I know she's a very good shopper. And I was asking if you liked sushi. Jim has shared a fabulous gif there of some tasty sushi. Uh, it doesn't actually look that tasty when it's chatting away with little mouths. It makes it a little less appetizing but I do love sushi I do Sandra Burns how lovely to see you we've been missing you she says morning all sorry I can't join you for long but working with one of my colleagues and can't have headphones on oh dear we'll catch up later you probably get a random Facebook message when I do Haley ketchup 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 and she shared some great photos there of Tokyo indeed a great gif and she says love this love that wow Tokyo song well we do miss you Sandra we miss all the gif on the morning so I hope your colleagues there appreciate you um, again just uh, seeing a few more checking in here great to see you Jean Robinson is in the house hello everyone hope you're all keeping safe we're just on a shopping trip today Jean we've been to Milan and Tokyo I would love to hear if you're shoppers and if you like bargain shopping or if you like designer shopping I of course like bargain shopping because my budget allows but uh, my heart says designer shopping my head is bargain shopping my heart is designer shopping usually I end up somewhere in the middle so let me know what you look for when you're away I'm going to take you to our next place which is Marrakesh not what you would typically think would be the first stop for a shopping holiday but it's got amazing things I was talking earlier about liking to bring little souvenirs for the home back and uh, lively souks piled high with carpets is the first thing you'll probably see when you hit down in Marrakesh wicker baskets handwoven blankets and colorful slippers contemporary design shops and between them artisans heads down in tiny workshop all of this makes Marrakesh an inspiring shopping destination where it's often possible to actually meet the maker of your goods. How cool is that? So I'm just going to take you to four shops here in Marrakesh. Uh, the first is Dar El Bakr Marrakesh Medina. This is dubbed the Mayfair of Marrakesh. Dar El Bakr is where you'll find fancy antique shops and swanky local designers lining the route from the former Pasha's Palace into the heart of the souks. Second up, let's go to 33 Rue Mayorel. Uh, get a feel for Marrakesh's old-time boho spirit 
at what was the first concept store there. Just outside, you have like a cactus-filled uh, Majorelle Gardens. I don't know if that's pr pronounced Majorelle or Majorelle uh, Gardens. It's packed with upcoming contemporary Moroccan designers selling everything from crocheted lanterns to upcycled photo frames, glassware, flowing caftans, lots of lovely souvenirs to bring home from Marrakesh there. Shop number three, Enada Cooperative. Uh, amid the souvenir shops of the souks is this labyrinth, Enada. It's stacked with goods made by weavers on the outskirts of the city. You'll find the works from soft woolen blankets and scarves to striped and brightly patterned rugs. It seems a rug is the thing to bring back from Marrakesh, but could you fit it in your suitcase? If not, consider cushions and bath mats, which you can also get from the Enada Cooperative. And uh, our last little stop, as in every country we need to stop for some drinks, there's a place called Plus 61. Plus 61 sits you around a huge mar marble table beneath retro brass lamps and you can be handed a cocktail stuffed with beautiful in-season fruits such as watermelon and pomegranate. Uh, you can try something called a tamatini for £7.50 or the equivalent of, uh, which is vodka, fresh lychee and house-made ginger syrup. Oh, I'm exhausted. We've shopped so much today, but certainly Marrakesh sounds lovely. And did you know there's a new dance out? It's by Yvonne Anderson and Ira Weisberg and it's actually called the Marrakesh Express. Looking at the world through the sunset in your eyes Traveling the train to clear Moroccan skies Ducks and pigs and chickens call Animal carpet wall to wall American ladies five foot tall in blue Sweeping cobwebs from the edges of my mind Had to get away to see what we could find Hope the days that lie ahead Bring us back to where they led Listen not to what's been said to you Won't you know we're riding on the Marrakesh Express Won't you know we're riding on the Marrakesh Express They're taking me to Marrakesh All on board that train All on board that train I've been saving all my money just to take you there I smell the garden in your Casablanca going south Blowing smoke rings from the corners of my mama Colored gardens hang in the air Charming cobras in the square Stripes you leave us we can wear And oh, let me hear you now Won't you know we're riding on the Marrakesh Express Won't you know we're riding on the Marrakesh Express They're taking me to Marrakesh don't you know we're riding on the Marrakesh Express? Don't you know we're riding on the Marrakesh Express? They're taking me to Marrakesh all on
time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. Indeed, Ross will be with us in just an hour. The time is flying past as we're going out on our travels today. And we are on a little bit of a shopping journey. I'm taking you all around the world to the shopping centrals and where you want to go to shop. So we've been to Milan, we've been to Tokyo, and we've just returned from Marrakesh. That last track was Marrakesh Express by the Gypsy Queens. It's a new dance by Yvonne Anderson and Ira Weisberg. It sounded a little bit 60s to me. That's got a bit of a funky feel to it. I enjoyed that one Uh, so I'll be looking out for the dance hitting our dance floors when we're back on them indeed and so I've been asking what type of shopper you are where would you be would you be at the bargain place would you be at the designer place or would you be at them all Joe Nord is in the chat room she shared a great gif of of somebody literally just sweeping all the shelves clean Um, so I'm guessing that's what type of shopper you are Joe and you just let's just go grab it let's get it all especially if there's a bargain hey I'll be there David Thomas I was asking you if you're a shopper and he says I am a shopper yes he's put a gif on that says I can't live a day without it and he said I'm beyond help (laughs) haha sounds good to me sounds good to me David Jane Robinson is saying I'm a bargain shopper I love a good bargain good for you Uh, me too my husband actually once said that when uh, there's a sign that says sale I have like this radar that can spot it from about a mile off I just gravitate towards it Um, Dave Morgan is saying Gene Gene Robinson and offers at Tesco indeed Uh, but of course Jean says she can't go shopping at the moment she has to self-isolate but she doesn't mind as it coincides with lockdown Uh, stay safe Jean Uh, It's definitely a funny time for us all. Phil Wheatley is in the house, of course, just to uh, monitor my shopping, I think, make sure I don't spend too much. He says, hello all. And while we're in Marrakesh, Sandra Burns has shared a fantastic Marrakesh gif. This says it's Chewbacca and it looks like a food. Uh, It looks tasty. I haven't got any facts on that this week. I'm falling short, aren't I? So, of course, we couldn't go on a shopping trip without heading to the very infamous New York, a place I've always wanted to go and haven't made it to yet, but I, I will. I'm determined I will. Anybody been to New York in the chat room? Well, come with me now. Navigating the options in the world's most famous retail hub is enough to overwhelm even the most intrepid of shoppers. Knowing where to go can be half the battle. For a well-stuffed shopping bag, you want world-class designers in Manhattan as well as lesser-known creative voices in Brooklyn. So let's head to some shops here in New York now. First up, we're going to go to Williamsburg. Now, Brooklyn's epicenter of cool is a chocker with shops, restaurants, and A-grade people-watching fashionistas flock to bird which is a place for independent fashion and there you can buy some uh, handmade stuff such as handmade silver hoop earrings which will set you back about 160 quid oh i know for a fact i'd spend all that money i'd lose one straight away <laughs> they're a bit pricey for me uh, bergdorf goodman in new york the crown jewel of manhattan's department stores is as much of a bow arts landmark as it is a shopping essential original arch doorways and swish molded ceilings make a suitably grand setting for the cre- creation of all the fanciest fashion houses Uh, we were talking about Prada and places here you can head for things uh, like uh, Dior or uh, Jimmy Choo Um, next let's go to Jono Pandolfi 
have you ever been to New York City's hottest restaurants, anyone? Well, if you have, chances are you'll have eaten at Jono Pandolfi's Cool Colored Ceramics. You can test drive his creations over dinner. Uh, he sells all these amazing ceramics, and what better than to try them out by eating from them great foods. Uh, you can go to these hotspots and then invest in something, say, if you want a four virtued square-sided set of salad plates that would set you back about 127 quid. Uh, would you risk putting that in your suitcase and hoping it made it home? That's the question. Roman and Williams Guild in New York co-founders Robin Standifer and Stephen Alesh kitted out the cult New York city places such as the Ace Hotel and Le Cuckoo Restaurant before opening this store of their own in Soho in 2017. It really is a dreamy homage to interior design. So if you do like some little bits for your house, check that out. Okay, I'm going to take you two more places while we're in New York. And the first is a place called Café Con Libros. Of course, if you know your Spanish, you'll know this translates as uh, coffee with books. So New York City's literati come for book clubs here and readings in this community. And you know, book clubs, they're taking quite a little hike in the lockdown thing. Have you seen some of the online book clubs? Great idea. Uh, in fact, Peter and Alison were doing an online book club group. Great idea. But uh, when the time comes and life is back to normal, if you head to New York, go down to this area. Go down to this community-centric bookshop and this cafe in Brooklyn's Crown Heights. The owner there, a lady called Kalima de Souza, calls it a feminist bookstore for everyone. Uh, I, I don't quite translate that, but I get what she's getting at. And her, curf her carefully vetted tomes on race and gender are usually discounted too, if that is your type of reading. And let's go finally, although that was a great place for coffee, to where we're going to have our post-shop drink. It's called The Spaniard. In New York, energetic and sophisticated without being seeny, uh, or for want of a better word. The Spaniard is within easy, staggering distance of the West Village's shops, so it's a great place to flop after you shop, if you shop till you drop. Perch on the rainbow velvet stools at the Art Deco-ish bar for hipster trad cocktails, and you can try things such as a Pim's Ragoon. This sounds right up my street. So Pim's gin, strawberry, cucumber, and ginger. Oh, that is a very Hayley Wheatley drink. Do you fancy that one, anyone? Or a watermelon mule, which is vodka, lime, ginger, and watermelon. Uh, or you can even try, they have a hundred plus types of whiskey in this place too. And the drinks start from the equivalent of nine pound. New York is exhausting, guys. How have you found it? It's time for a little dance off of this one. This one is called NY Cha. It's to this great Paloma Faith song, and the dance was choreographed by Neville Fitzgerald and Julie Harris. <laughs> The days were long and the nights so cold The pages turned and the tale unfolds He left me for another lady She stood so tall and she never slept There was not one moment he could regret He left me for another lady
be. She poured the drinks and she poured the power. A diamond girl who could talk for hours. He left me for another lady. Paloma Faith. She is fabulous. Okay, so we have hit in New York and we've had a really good shop there. Um, I'm checking whose shop is and who isn't in the chat room and asking if anyone's ever been to New York. I still always remember Tina Argyle's Facebook photos from there and just thinking, wow, I have to do that. Uh, it looked like she had the best time. So Jim is saying in the chat room, um, just talking about that Marrakesh song, it should sound kind of 60s. The original one was done by Crosby, Stills and Nash. So that makes sense. Thanks for that, Jim. Great fact there. And Jim is also saying, I have been forced to go to New York. Not a fan. And no, not just because of the Yankees. Not a fan, Jim? What are you talking about? It looks amazing. I guess very busy though it depends if you like that type of city background uh one of the busiest places in the world sandra burns says i need to go no don't go sandra will miss you uh, she says before i do i have to say i'm not much of a shopper i'd rather sit in the bar and people watch if i do shop and have the funds available i prefer designer clothes cool sandra well definitely sitting in the bar and people watching appeals to me too and of course on every one of our trips in these shopping centers that i've taken you today on our ride you may have noticed that we've always stopped for a drink at the end it's an essential of shopping um it is funny though isn't it we talk about um shopping designer and we have kind of two sides to the coins now is designer not really worth it do you get the same for your money or should you actually invest in the good stuff that will last you longer i found over the time that i've been shopping i i kind of find it both ways i have some really good quality stuff that's lasted me and then if something is a bit of a fad fashion i don't want to spend a lot on it i've just bought a teddy coat do you know the teddy coats have you seen them in they're not quite 
fur coats. They're kind of like a fleecy material um, and a little bit uh, rough and I've seen some gorgeous ones for about £70, £100. I don't want to spend that. I've got a cheaper one because it'll be out of fashion by next year, surely. Uh, watch me prove wrong. Watch them be still in fashion in three years. Uh, Joan Ord is, is stopping for a drink with us too. How are you liking that vodka, Joan? And of course, Jim has shared a fantastic gif. It's Elf. And, and you know, I think this is why I love New York. You have Home Alone Lost in New York. You have Elf. You have all those Christmas New York movies. And I just love Christmas. I do. I'm so exciting about uh being this time of year leslie kidd is saying morning Haley. hi i've been tuned in from the start i have you on in the background while i work thank you leslie it's great to be on in the background she says new york chart has to be my favorite neville and julie dance cool well you know maybe that's another one to bring back thanks for that leslie Ross Brown has shared a great gif, uh, just if you're in the chat room, flashing up of some beautiful New York scenes there. And I know there's some great dance events out that way where you can detour by the city. So, hey, Ross, we smash Chicago. Maybe New York should be on our list next. Okay, I'm going to take you to my very last shopping destination. And again, let me know if you like this place, if you've been to this place, if indeed you speak any German, because we're heading off to Berlin. Uh, as Europe's bullseye for artsy types, Berlin does a fine line in independent design, often inspired by sustainability and club culture, but there's all kinds of shopping here. The city's Sunday flea markets, such as Boxhagener, uh, Platz and Mauer Park, are the place to pick up handmade trinkets and art, while the Mitt and the Kreuzberg neighbourhoods are home to impeccably curated vintage stores. I love a bit of vintage, and I love a flea market as well, um, or a car boot sale. I do like a bit of that type of shopping. So uh, let me see how many shops I'm going to take you to here. I've got about six shops, of course, not forgetting our post-shop drink. So first of all, I'm going to take you to Grafikites, which is part of trendy Kreuzberg. Uh, uh, Kreuzberg. This lively neighborhood is wall-to-wall -wall boutiques and coffee shops. Uh, highlights include ethical fashion shops, if that's up your street. Uh, next, Cardevi, with its hulking neoclassical facade, it could be a turn on a turn of century train stations, um, turn of the century train station, meaning it's very picturesque. But the Kaufhaus de Vestens, which is the department store of the West, is Europe's largest department store after Harrods, and it stocks the same mix of everything you could want as long as it's luxury. Ha I like Harrods. I love Harrods. Uh, it, this particular place, uh, Cardiff, it was opened in 1907 in Schoenberg. It was rebuilt after being destroyed in the Second World War. And if you go there, don't miss the gourmet food hall for local take-homes, such as Berlin's posh candied pralines or Germany's finest Riesling. You can hit the oyster bar or craft beer, and there's a rotisserie chicken stand while you wait. Uh, you can just grab some food to eat there. Uh, next stop, let's go to a place called Captain Croc. Crop. I nearly said Captain Croc then. Isn't that a breakfast cereal? Captain Crop. Behind the vine-covered shop front, modern-day Mad Hatters craft one-of-a-kind caps and bags from materials they found and recycled. This sounds amazing. Cutting and sewing around the displays of bucket hats uh, and bum bags. 
Now, I love the thought of recycling things. We need to think of the environment nowadays, don't we? Well, the bucket hats are going to set you back about £44 and the bum bag's probably about £53. That is pricey for recycled goods, but you're helping the environment, of course. Let's go to our next shop. This one is UVR Connected. This Berlin-based label sells its own comfy but colourful fair trade clothes, plus other brands including German Ventures. Uh, these could be such as... Um, um, armed angels um, who produce organic cotton clothes um, and a lot of these are lockdown appropriate too you can always order online so UY Studio is our next stop and this is a genderless clothing brand. Now this is a new thing at the moment popping up, genderless clothing brands. You can buy shirts, trousers, socks, anything, vests that will suit you regardless of any gender and it is possibly the way to go uh, the brand is influenced by local nightlife and if you want to imagine a lot of its main pieces think very flowy fits uh, vegan leather and linen lots of black this particular store sprang to fame via instagram and it's become so popular in berlin that the designer opened a sleek showroom uh, as soon as uh, the order started pouring in so very popular and it's time to stop off for that post shopping drink and of course let's make this a good one because this is our last shopping stop this place is called Geist im Glas. Uh, for my little knowledge of German translation there, it means the ghost in the glass. And this particular place is a dark, cozy lair around the corner from Graphic uh, Kites and the UI studio that we were just at. So it's not much of a walk to get our drink. Geist im Glas is famous for its boozy weekend brunch and rich pancakes and waffles, yum. Um, mimosas and all kinds of Bloody Marys. If the sun's out, grab a takeaway guava margarita and drink it by the Landwehr Canal nearby. Sounds idyllic. What a great stop for our last stop. Ausgezeichnet. Uh, enjoy. Uh, we are going to go to our next song to celebrate Berlin. And um, there's not many dancers that have the name Berlin in the title. But I thought of this one. This is a dance called Lover's Game. And of course, the band that sings it is Berlin. It's an Audrey Watson choreography. Have a listen. <laughs>
And shove that prawn on the barbie and join Dasser Down Under. Sundays, 8 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Weekdays, Good morning. 8 to 9.30 a.m. UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. Get on the Honky Tonk Highway with Kelly Cavallaro. To find out what happened the morning after the night before. Tuesdays, 2 p.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. And there we have it. Check out those shows this week. And of course, if you are free this Friday night in the UK, it will be our first Friday in lockdown. Please also check out the After Dark show this week because you have me. And what I'm going to be doing is looking at some of the positive things to come out of 2020. That's the theme. And also, I must mention as well, very special guests on Sunday. We have the Kids in Line show too with the fantastic Blair and Blake Morgan. So don't forget, this weekend is jam-packed 
on LDR. And as we've been traveling today, we've gone around some of our special places we can shop around the world. Again, we've been Milan, Tokyo, New York, Marrakesh, and Berlin. And boy, have we shopped. And just, I'm coming back into the chat room to jump in with you and just see what we've been saying about those places. Uh, Joan Ord is telling me she's been to Germany. She loved it when she went to the Christmas markets. Indeed, the Christmas markets there are exceptional. And uh, Leslie Kidd is saying, I lived in Germany for four years, but I never visited Berlin. How cool, Leslie. She's saying she lived in Hamlin and in brackets, of course, that's the place where the Pied Piper came from. We all know that story, right? Ross Brown is saying, Captain, what? I thought you were on about something else. Must be my naughty sense of humor. Ross, I'm not going to ask. Uh, Judith Kennedy is in the chat room. This is my mom. She says it's top of my bucket list to go to New York and go to the top of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, you've got to do that. She says she's really enjoyed the show. Brilliant. And she says she's got to go to the vets. And she said, don't you dare say what's wrong with you, mom. <laughs> I presume she's taking the dog to the vets. Joan Ord is uh, shared a lovely little German beer gif uh, there. And it says Prost, which is fantastic. A bit of a cheese there. Uh, Leslie Kid, you're saying, did you just say vegan leather? Indeed, I did. She says, isn't that an oxymoron? Sure. Shouldn't it have said maybe uh, faux vegan leather? Something like that? Oh, I'm not sure. We could have uh, fixed that. And of course, that last one was Take My Breath Away by Berlin. The dance was an Audrey Watson dance and a fantastic one it was too. I've asked if you can guess which particular movie it's from. Uh, answers on a postcard. And uh, Ross Brown has said, uh, could have had Neville's Pumpin' for Love, which is a song from Paris to Berlin. Ah, uh, yes, that, that is an idea. I did actually uh, come across that one, but I hadn't played any Berlin for such a long time. I jumped on that. So uh, next up, we're going to talk about, again, one of these questions. How do we get a better room for free? So when we start traveling again, we're going to want to do it as well as possible. And of course, the best way to do that is in the best room. But are there any tricks of the trade you can use to upgrade your room? Well, this is what we're going to look at next. So first of all, I'm going to take you through the subject that brand new is best. If you're looking at hotels, look at the ones that haven't been around for a long time because they're still trying to establish a loyal following and they're much likely to work harder to get your business. And this includes offering free upgrades. You can browse a website that's called bethefirst.com and this lists new hotel openings around the world. That sounds great. And check your destinations, local tourist board website, particularly the press or media page since it's where you'll find announcements of new openings. Not many are open in this lockdown period but they will so keep watching and if you're not automatically upgraded just politely ask for one at check-in chances are the higher the room categories won't be fully booked so early with the hotel being new so they're more likely to then say yes uh, tip number two would be book direct guests who deal with the property themselves rather than third party party sites are valued more highly by hoteliers so you're more likely to be rewarded with an upgrade or other perks 
After all, they earn more from you, as there's no commission to pay to these other sites. Having said that, never book without first checking for the lowest price available rate on comparison sites such as like Trivago.co.uk or Kayak.co.uk, uh, because you wouldn't believe it, but they actually can sometimes offer it cheaper than the hotel themselves. Um, but then you can always take that price and maybe try calling up the hotel, uh, ring and say, look, I want it, but at this price, or if you're going to charge me more, uh, can you throw in a free upgrade or can you indeed throw in this upgrade for the same price uh, you never know another thing is share the good news if you are celebrating a birthday anniversary or other special occasion let the hotel know yeah i know people have said before hey i'm on my honeymoon and the guy behind the desk just goes oh very nice congratulations but it's still always worth telling them they may then try to sell you some pricey flowers or a bottle of bubbly for the room but you can politely decline that it will still note the occasion on your booking and it could nudge you a little higher up in the upgrade selection process if nothing else it could bag you an upgraded experience uh, i had a friend who stayed at the eaton hong kong one birthday staff left free chocolate wine and flowers in in their room and while mentioning an anniversary the same people netted a bottle of champagne and a nicer room at the ingleside inn in palm springs uh, you'll be doing any if you'll be doing any work during your stay as well email before you arrive to say so and let them know you'd like a quiet room with wi-fi or any other preferences because on multiplication on multiple occasions excuse me our plea for a nice view uh and quiet room etc etc request to soak up the destination needing to work it's all resulted in a free upgrade so it's definitely worth all of these things so remember to ask if you have a birthday let them know be open about it and don't be a afraid to be a bit cheeky and ask. I have a few more uh, little tips coming up after this next couple of tracks. The first one is up because that's exactly what we're going to try and do. Upgrade. I drew a broken heart right on your window pane Leave me 
It's time to celebrate. That one is choreographed by Rebecca Lee and Philip Sabriello. And isn't it cool? So we are playing that one. We played up and it's time to celebrate because we are talking about upgrading. And my first tips today, if you are planning on going away next year, why not get yourself and nab yourself a free upgrade? And my first tips were that brand new is best. Try the new hotels. They're more likely to upgrade while they're touting for your business. Book direct with the hotel but do still check if you can get it cheaper elsewhere because you can always quote this price when booking with the hotel and don't forget that last one celebrate celebrate if you are celebrating anything special don't be afraid to tell them you may even find nine times out of ten it doesn't get you anywhere but that tenth time you may even just end up with a free bottle of champagne it will be worth it <laughs> 
And in the chat room, let me welcome Eddie Huffman into the house. Hello. Come join us on our travels today, Eddie. It's great to see you. He says, good morning, Haley. Enjoy your day and be safe, my friend. So lovely to have you with us. Of course, we played the Berlin track, Take My Breath Away. I was asking if you all knew which movie it was from. I'm sure you do. It is from the Top Gun soundtrack. I haven't seen that movie in ages. So we've got lots of fun things coming up again um, next week. And remember, you can come come and join me live on Friday night. On Friday night, I'm going to be talking about the positive things that have come from 2020. We've had so much negative things, uh, so many negative things, I should say, this year, so much negativity uh, from 2020 that it's time to focus on good things, not bad. So if you have any nice stories to share with us or things you've taken up, things you've discovered about yourself, come into the show 8 p.m. Friday night for After Dark with Haley. I'm so excited excited about it. Hey, Charlie Barring, how are you? I can see you coming into the chat room. How are you feeling? I hear you're not dancing much at the moment. Uh, I hope you're doing all right. So we're talking about upgrading to a better room for free. It happens, guys. And when we get back traveling next year, if you want to, uh, maybe there are things we can try. Of course, while you're staying home, you can always upgrade to a better room for free. Just pick up your slippers and your magazine and go from the, uh, the dining room into the living room. Just teasing, just teasing, trying to find ways to just keep it fun while we're at home because it's certainly going to be a fun time in this build up to Christmas. And I was just wondering, is am I the only one panic buying? I've been a little bit nervous panic shopping these last two days. Uh, not only Christmas, both my daughters have birthdays within the next couple of weeks and I'm not bored up for it. So I have been in a panic. Uh, is anyone else like me? Please tell me I'm not the only one. If you want to upgrade to a better room for free, another thing to do, and I know the Hilton do this, is join the loyalty program. You may never plan to stay again in this particular hotel, but it doesn't matter. If you join the loyalty program, it bumps you higher in the upgrade queue than other punters that aren't in the program. It's nearly always free to join, so be sure to ticker and tick the relevant boxes so you don't even get inundated with spam. You certainly don't want them pestering you. But uh, even better, loyalty program I prefer, which is a preferred hotel website, offers a guaranteed space available upgrade to members who book in at one of its global network of independent hotels. Uh, these particular hotels would include the Palazzo Versace Dubai, uh, where you could pay £135 for a deluxe city view. Uh, then you can get automatically bumped up to a premier creek view on a higher floor with an upgrade for free that would normally be worth £36 a night. Uh, another thing to do is hotel hop. Uh, if you uh, plan to stay in a particular area, you don't need to stay in the hotel every night. If you're just staying a night or two, hotels don't have to worry so much about coordinating different bookings over long periods. So rather than booking one week at the same hotel, try booking a couple of short stays instead. Uh, it makes your uh, chances of an upgrade better. And uh, also you have kind of diverse base for making better sightseeing opportunities too. Uh, it sounds like a hassle, but I, I love change. I love trying different things. So if you're like me, it would definitely be worth doing. Uh, another top tip, don't be afraid to complain, by the way, if you don't feel your room is up to scratch. Uh, I don't know if you are the type that does complain or if you're not. Uh, I used to be one and now I'm another. I used to be very quiet and just put up with it. Now I'm not afraid at all to say, look, this is not right. And of course, we're not just talking dusty curtain rails, uh, or but 
if you have something like a carpet stain, a chipped bathroom console, or faulty wardrobe, things that can be easily uh, that can't be easily remedied, they will certainly upgrade you uh, a room or even give you part reimbursement or full reimbursement. So definitely give that a try. Of course, I must add this probably won't work in the Norbrick Hotel because you'll probably move from one room to another room with issues. Uh, it is a standing joke, isn't it? That Norbrick hotel sometimes it's just a case of being bold and making a very bold move which brings me to my next dance this one is called bold move choreographed by our own ldr dj nick goodman and the fantastic kim ray sitting in my driveway underneath the nightscape covered by the color shade trying to find the words to say been planning this for hours Hiding notes inside your flowers Was not the time to be a coward That time was ours So tell me how to pause that night I see beauty when I close my eyes For a moment everything was right And sometimes I start to think that if nothing lasts forever, dear Let's remember what we had right here Under the stars where we disappeared And I said those words to you Baby, that's a bold move The perfect line I wrote about a thousand times you said keep your eyes inside of mine And don't hide And your eyes smiled And so we stayed there for a while Our fears pushed ten thousand miles Just focused on you So tell me how to pause that night I see beauty when I close my eyes Words to 
bold move. What a cool song that's. Jack Buster Weston there with Bold Move and the dance is called Bold Move too, And that's what we're just talking about, taking a little bit of a bold move or a gamble indeed if you're trying to upgrade your rooms when you're traveling out and about. Uh, so here's my last couple of tips on this. So if the hotel's second lowest room rate isn't much more than the cheapest, book that. You'll see when you go to hotels, there's lots of different prices. Uh, you have the bottom, the middle, uh, right up to the top. But sometimes, you can upgrade from the bottom to the middle rate for only a couple of pounds. Now consider doing this. Consider rolling the dice and paying the very small premium because it usually comes with a perk and that can be something such as a free breakfast or a fully refundable rate. But even better, if you do this, you'll have a much higher chance of winning an automatic upgrade if the hotel has overbooked its cheaper rooms, which isn't unusual. Whether managed by an algorithm or a human, these sorts of needs must upgrades tend to go to those who've put more money on the table and that can be even if it's just a couple of quid more on the table too and very importantly if you're going out to Las Vegas now this one hits with me because this was the month I was meant to be at Las Vegas I'm feeling gutted actually uh, for years I've been hoping to be invited to that event or hoping to get out to Las Vegas some way and this was the year I was invited to teach in Las Vegas and this is the year coronavirus hits and we can't travel to America and indeed next year again I'm booked elsewhere so I won't be making it then either but very disappointed but I would love to go it's on my bucket list I will make it one day and if it's on yours and if you're gonna head out there then you must try Sin City's infamous $20 trick and apparently it works you slip a $20 note in your passport as you hand it over at check-in and advocates swear the likelihood of a sweet uh, sweet upgrade is high and you can spell it sweet as in sweet or a sweet uh, I don't know if it works I would love to know if anyone's ever done this in Las Vegas or you could just be losing a $20 note for no reason and they could take it as a tip who knows but either way let's give this one a shot this is our next dance this is a Gary Lafferty one Sin City Swing City gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those seats up higher. There's a thousand pretty people waiting out there, and they're all living the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with a love to spare. 
everything I've got A lady love, please let the dust stay hot That seems a perfect place to end our traveling today, the very infamous Las Vegas. Oh, I wish I was traveling there this month. And uh, Ross Brown is saying in the chat room, I love Sin City Swing. That sure is a cool dance there. As I say, a Gary Lafferty one and Joan Order shared the same gif there. Uh, welcome to fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. It's on my list. I've been, I've traveled so close to it, but I've just never been to Las Vegas. And it is on my bucket list. My, my cousin actually visits there every year he loves it uh and he uh it obviously is a good advertisement for it thank you so much for being with me today guys i've had an awesome time of course we started off on our little walking holiday down in the south of the uk today uh we grabbed our holiday money and then we went on that little shopping journey around the world milan tokyo marrakesh new york berlin exciting places and i've loved being with you we're then just looking eventually at how you can get upgrades and remember be bold be bold even if you're planning a trip now for when the time comes of course travel is a bit difficult but there has been a lot of positive things in 2020 and if you would like to join me live on friday night for the after dark session i would love to catch up with you and have some fun as we just have a fantastic fabulous night next week of course i'll be back on the wednesday i'm going to take you first of all to south america we're going to have a little trip on where we would go to and what we would travel and do around there and uh, do check out you've got lots of online workshops this week lots of exciting shows here on LDR and again not to mention again but you have the special kids show on Sunday which will be just fabulous don't forget to tune in for that too and um, more live interviews coming up too with Kelly Cavallaro so don't forget to tune in for those uh, and hear a little bit more of our DJs you get to know us a little bit better uh, by doing that so sure thing do check into that and straight on after me today we have the wonderful ross brown he is there and prepared and we will be with you shortly and while we're talking of uh, setting off on an airplane i'm going to finish off with this one it is a rachel McEnany and simon ward dance and when on a plane how appropriate to dance up in the air thanks guys same time next week friday night see you all or see you on facebook Love should be chemistry, not trigonometry Either we got it or let's call it history Suspense is killing me, so tell me honestly We can't survive on just 50, 50 Make up your mind, walk away or take my hand Stop 
the apps or with Alexa so much variety and choice a fantastic team of DJs bringing you non-stop line dance music line dancer radio the best online radio station 